0: In 2008, Funke Opeke, a former executive with Verizon Communications in the USA, had a vision. She had just moved back to Nigeria three years earlier and while working with MTN Nigeria, one of the country's leading telecommunications companies, she noticed the low internet penetration in the country. Internet cafes were popular, but very few smartphones were available. A plan? To bridge the digital divide in West Africa with the provision of enabling infrastructure. That vision gave birth to Main1, one, one of Africa's biggest telecom infrastructure providers. In this episode of Building in Africa podcast, Funke takes us 10 years inside Main1's journey of building West Africa's internet infrastructure. On Thursday, July 1, 2010, may1 officially launched the first ever private submarine cable in West Africa. Ten years on, Funke Opeke looks back at that moment with fondness.
1: Putting the cable in operation ten possible. years ago today, um, yeah. you know, first private cable on time, on budget. We were a startup company. You know, it was a big bet, um, yeah. and we succeeded. So yeah, so that was that was a high moment.
0: The launch heralded a massive boost to internet speeds in the country with a large presence in Lagos. One could draw links between the rise in internet speeds and the proliferation of startups in the city.
1: You kind of look back and see what's happened in Yaba and the whole tech space of Lagos. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know, with the time one of the founders reaches out um, and I see the you know, just like you said, you yeah. were awed, yeah. for the, um, the appreciation, um, the recognition of what we have done. That truly touches me because you feel like, okay, I've really made an impact um, in helping people achieve their dreams.
0: For Funke, the rising levels of internet penetration in Nigeria, being invited to chair the Nigerian National Broadband Plan 2020-2025, to 2025, and the White House invitation to discuss internet connectivity for the globe and to unserved populations in Africa show admirable level of recognition for the company's work. But the journey hasn't been without its fair share of challenges.
1: We one has been more successful in having impact than we have been commercially successful. And a lot of people don't realize that.
0: One of the biggest challenges has been raising funds in such a capital-intensive endeavor as telecommunications.
1: Uh, We capitalized the company with $240 million uh, to start, and it takes significant amounts to run this infrastructure and keep it performing at world-class standards uh, and continue to invest in local distribution infrastructure, data centers,
0: Of course, like every company with a base in Nigeria, stable power is also an issue. According to Funke, M1 has invested a lot in power. With privatization, they were able to make a private connection to the national grid. This meant they have had better power than most. Despite this, the company's distributed operations still face the same power challenges as others. Apparently, they still have to invest in backup power Colocation location facilities, and other power solutions. Besides the working environment challenges, she still looks back on the company's impact with some longing.
1: I, I look back and I never imagined that 10 years after we landed, every school in Nigeria will not have access to the internet. What does that say about us as a society, about how much value place in education of our young people. So those kinds of things um, are still low moments for me. see how far we've come, but see how much there is still to do.
0: When the M1 cable was first laid in 2010, the concept of private submarine cables was very new to a lot of regulators. Though the company was in a hurry to bring internet access they could not secure the permits to connect countries along the way between nigeria and europe but they found a way to solve this
1: so we put what we call branching units which are just connectors um, on the cable yeah. which we could extend into those markets and we continued exploring um, the opportunity and um, fabulous opportunity came up with Orange which is already present in those two markets as a major provider to expand their international capacity and it just made sense um, commercially and business-wise and also we had a good technical compelling solution for them And um, that's what we did. So it was a win-win for both sides. Gave them access to an additional cable and gave us access um, to new markets to bring more traffic onto our cable, which is still not fully utilized.
0: In November 2019, M1 expanded its submarine cable to Cote d'Ivoire and Senegal in partnership with French telecom company, Orange Group a move Funke says was in line with the company's vision for the west coast of Africa. Mewan is looking at more expansions in Africa and has recently signed an agreement to extend its services to Burkina Faso.
1: So we continue, I don't know if you, just recently we signed an agreement to extend services into Burkina Faso, we continue looking at extending services into more landlocked countries, taking more capacity in there, um, investing with our partners in infrastructure to do that. Um, And um, also, you know, entry into a market does not necessarily make the traffic happen overnight. So you have to continue um, taking all the necessary steps into connecting various networks bringing our people onto the backbone, so to speak, um, so that uh, they can actually get access to services.
0: Also, M1 has struck a partnership with vertive for the expansion of his data center services. So what does the future hold for M1?
1: We've kind of stepped up the data center business. We'll continue okay. to invest. We're building a data center okay. in um, Ghana as we speak. We'll expand, start expansion. Our data center in Lecky, our footprint in Lecky, we are um, starting to look at um, development of data center property we've acquired in Shadam um, We would like to expand our data center in Côte d'Ivoire. Um, so expanding our services across the region, delivering more um, managed services to large enterprises. What we see especially post-COVID. Um, is everyone's trying to reduce the operational intensity of their business and they cannot up- upload those infrastructure services to us so we'll continue to grow there
0: and how about that possibly overdue IPO
1: um, <laughs> you have to ask the shareholders <laughs> it's not a time to go public anyway oh, yeah yeah yes, <laughs>
0: Of course, 1 still has a lot to do. Africa still has a long way to go in deepening its internet penetration to unserved and underserved areas. And Min1 looks set to be a big part of that future. Thank you for listening to the Beauty in Africa podcast. This script was adapted by Muywa Matuluko. Research and interview by Emmanuel Paul. Sound design by Ohene Karo Obrutu. This is a production of TechPoint Africa. I am Emmanuel Paul. Please subscribe, share, and drop a review of this podcast by searching for Building Africa on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. For more stories on startups and innovation in Africa, please visit techpoint.africa.